Look, just so you know, I'm not a total nerd. I also happen to be super into close-up magic. What a nerd. All right, nerds. Let's go. Get those nerds! <laughs> Welcome to <laughs> Welcome to Nerdables. Joining me this week is Travis, Ethan, and Chris. Welcome back to the studio, guys. Why? Thank you. We have everybody here all at once for once. That sounded even more radioy. More radioy? Yeah. Like, how could it be more radioy? DJ Rain, right there. DJ Tricky Tricky Rain. So, um, I thought this week, since we have everybody here, when we're into our forties of our episodes, that. We've never really. God damn, we're old. We've never really gone over, you know, kind of like our favorite heroes and you know, our favorite universes and nerdy type stuff. So, I thought we'd do that since we have everybody here. But Travis, you got some big video game news for us, right? Uh, I don't know if I'd call it big, but it's PAX East weekend, so there's news piling out of PAX East. So probably the first thing that would lead off would be PAX East just announced PAX South. Yes. Which is going to be January of next year in Texas. Yes. Are they doing it in Austin? Which San is, Antonio, I think. They're doing San Antonio? Yeah. Welcome to San Antonio. They didn't, they didn't We've got do the Alamo. January PAX up north, like in Minnesota or something. That would be awesome. <laughs> I think sick. that's why they're doing Welcome it. Welcome to Montana. PAX, PAX Gamers north. don't go outside anyway, right? You might as well just put them inside put of them a inside building. inside a warm building. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, it's snowing outside. I don't care. <laughs> Tell me about Titanfall 2. After the Blizzard Fest of uh, this year, I think they wanted to go south. <laughs> Is that is that what it Probably. is? Probably it might be. So PAX PAX South is going to be starting 2015 yes. in January uh, 23rd to the 25th. Yeah, in Texas. In Texas. 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 Uh, after that, I would say the number two uh, announcement would have to be Titanfall. Uh, they just announced the first DLC, which is going to be bringing two or three new map packs uh-huh. uh, for everybody. Uh, so the game with uh, no storyline continues to have no storyline. So no, ca- don't you no... think that's better though? Just have no storyline at yeah, all. Yeah, because like it's like fighting games. Remember when they did that stupid Star Wars fighting game that Masters of Terracotta? That was Order? awesome. God. But no, don't no. you talk badly of that tried, game? They tried to put some stupid story in it. Like, why do you have a story for a fight game? Well, they just do that make with really Mortal cool Kombat. characters and go. Smooth Super Smash Brothers. You know what? You, though, you don't have a story. It's just, hey, Metroid's going to start kicking Link's ass. <laughs> Go. <laughs> well, I mean, Smash Brothers, they are just like, fuck it, just fight. Exactly. But but with like the Tekken games Mortal and Kombat, Street Fighter yeah. and Mortal Kombat, they had like storylines for each character. Mm-hmm. And that was And then right. they had a movie. Right. Well, we don't talk about that, Jean-Claude Van Damme. Van Damme. Van Damme. Guile. Come on, the Street Fighter. Hey, hey uh, super American Belgium accent so wait, guy. Jean Claude Van Damme's in two different video game movies. No, he's no, only no. in Street Fighter. He's in Street Fighter. Wasn't he in? Who was in? Um, what do you think? No, what Street Fighter? Yeah, never mind. He was in Street Fighter. Were you trying to think of Mortal you, Kombat? You, no, I, when you, I thought the just Kyle any Jean Claude Van Damme movie. They're all video game movies anyway. Exactly. <laughs> and you know what the greatest uh, horror Bated of Street breath. Fighter is? That's Raul Julia's last movie. That's yes, so, it don't is. Do that. that don't do that to Raul Julia's movie. That's what memory. It is, though. That's that's his final movie. He was a wonderful the one man. where they're driving in a boat, <laughs> and they're, all the radar scenes pop up, 
And they're like, hey, let's make sure they don't know we're here. <laughs> so they blow up all the radars, and then the bad guys go, oh, all the radars are off. Maybe somebody's here. It makes no sense. That's not the worst part of that movie. That's the worst part that I saw. I've There's seen a lot of worst parts. There's a lot of worst parts. Basically, it opens, and it starts being a worst part. <laughs> Uh, so bouncing off of Titanfall. Uh, Speaking, of, wait before you. Did you see the uh, April Fool's Day of Titanfall? Uh, yes, the, the Optimus, Optimus Prime. Prime. Yeah. Uh, you know what? That should not be a April Fool's. They should have made the damn thing. Yeah, but did you They're see how idi- bad idiots the, the, for not doing it? How bad it looked. Uh, it it, oh, it, 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 it looked horrible. It. Oh, it did. You yeah, could tell. It's I mean, not a. It's not a official thing. So right. It has to not look through. real. But yeah, yeah you my could... favorite part of April Fool's Day is how many people believe not only that, but everything else that was out there. That came out. <laughs> my favorite one that I I got probably ten emails going, oh my God, is this true? And I was like, are you fucking stupid? Was Ben Affleck left Superman Batman and they replaced him with Idris Elba. <laughs> <laughs> And and I got ten emails. I didn't see that. Is that serious? Are you are you, are you kidding me? And that you actually every happened. The one going yes. Well, yeah, did you, that is no. Actually, true. I responded over and over again, uh, copying and pasting the uh, date, just the date. Well, they added on to that one because they said Ben Affleck not only left Superman Batman, right. but it was because he was leaving it to go do uh, Star Wars. Right. Right. Sure. <laughs> uh, but anyway, so Titanfall, uh, the uh, DLC is going to be called Expedition. Uh, it's going to be coming out this May. Uh, I believe it's nine ninety nine is what they announced, and it's going to have three maps: uh, Swampland, uh, the Runoff, and War Games. So... Any new Titans or anything with it? No, just maps. It's all about maps. Just fighting, fight, just shoot stuff. But see that. But that's the point of Titanfall. That was one of the things that they did. They decided that to, yeah, defend to it, scrap, defend to it. scrap the story, and defend just give the multiplayer what they want. Uh-huh. Defend a multiplayer game. Good job, apologist. Thank you. There's our sound guy. So this is this is as someone who's not connected to the gaming world. So sure. much, just listening to it through work or you guys, it sounds like you are very disappointed in the game. Oh, yes, you should extremely. read his review. <laughs> you well, you apparently have played. Have you ever played Last of Us? No, no. no. He still thinks it's the greatest game ever made, though. <laughs> it's the greatest game ever made. When I watched other people play it online, that was it. Honestly, that was a great. So game. what? I'm going off the rails here. What disappointed you about it? Was it because it was so hyped as being a game-changing type of game and it fell flat for you? Or you just don't like it from the start to the finish? No, uh, I was as... When Respawn and Microsoft brought it out as, hey, check out this next-level game, there's not that much next-level about it. They took a mech fighting game and they took parkour and first-person shooting and put them all together which is very cool and very fun, but none of that does anything to change the gaming world and in- introduce something crazy new exciting. There is zero storyline. There is absolutely zero. And the storyline that they do have in there, if you just sit down and play it through, and I'm not talking about your speed playing. I'm saying if you right. just take your time and play the game, four hours maximum. Well, it's yeah, like that was, four hours That would be max. something that if, if I was playing, one of the... the developments that has disappointed me and has kept me off of next-gen gaming is it is, as you said, all about the multiplayer, all about online. I don't really like getting my ass handed to me by a five-year-old kid named Paulo in Brazil, so I don't play online very often. Well, right. so the old you Call would... of Duty story when I was playing at Eric's house, would, I, I literally did not fire a single round, and I died 26 times in one match. I'm like, why am I doing this? What's the point of this? I, I suck, apparently, but still. And 
trying to play Call of Duty through the story. Yeah, we finished it like in a day. Someone who sucks like me could finish a game in a day. Well, with, with this, you wouldn't even know that you're playing a story mode, this especially for part. you. You would not know because when you're playing the story mode, you are playing with other people, you know, a multiplayer map. So you, your, your story mode is kind of happening. A multiplayer a, a little, game. It's kind of There's happening no in the hub player. above you. So is it is it the is the the story mode a co op that you're playing with other people online? Yes, through yes. the story. Okay. Period. So the people you're so fighting there's, there's against? no way to play the game alone. by yourself. Correct. Nope. Impossible to play alone. Okay. Impossible. Fantastic. Not are you really. Disappointed in the fact in watching other people play and kind of what I've heard. Are you disappointed in the fact that the mech you're in it for what two minutes before it explodes? Sometimes I mean, it two be, minutes. Jesus, are you well, like a no. master? <laughs> no, you're so lucky I mean, if you get more than thirty seconds in it. That's mech. what I mean. Like it seems like a game that's really pushing for being in a mech, you don't get the mech for very long. No, it's it's like a bonus, not like a right. No, you, I mean, you can be in the mech for quite a while. I, I, I've i done it where I went through almost a whole, uh, whole mission. Uh, Kalush just did it the other day where he was in the mech the whole, you know, the whole time. But you've got to be able to get good at it and be playing against scrubs. Yeah, yeah. I mean, honestly, there is a learning curve to it. So, I mean, yes, you can play in a mech for longer than 30 seconds. But, but it seems large, like it's very tough to do. A game that's based... It'd be like saying that you're you're dropped into a Star Wars game of being a Jedi and you get a lightsaber for ten seconds out of every hour of gameplay. Yeah, to me, that's that's the kind of just again from being more removed from it, watching other people play it, and listening to other people talk about it. That to me is sort of the thing that scratches my head about Titanfall. Like, it made this big deal about you being in these giant robot mechs and you're not in them for very long, right? And so it just. And sometimes you can even have your mech and not being in it at all, just by putting it on, you know, let it go through its auto uh, settings. I I found it much easier as a first time player to play as a first person just warrior running around the ground and let the mech do its thing. And just buy mech. Just fuck the mech. I'm not even playing with the mech. I'm just going to go on foot. Which I have seems a much better com- chance to stay in the game and kill people. Completely the antithesis of what they wanted you exactly. to do. Exactly. So. Yep. All right, total aside, let's get back to... to back to the notes. next one. Uh, the next one is uh, Logitech has just announced they are completely redesigning the gaming mouse. Now, no, this doesn't mean that it's going to be something that hangs in the air and you have to use two fingers to use it. It's generally the same, but the 500S gaming mouse, which is for PC gamers, right. like the standard of PC gaming, uh, and no, not all my friends love it, but that base for PC gaming mice is being uh, completely redesigned. It's now going to be the G502 Proteus core. It's uh, a tunable mouse. It's going to replace the shape of the G500S. Uh, You can see it online. It's a little bit different. It's got some different wonkiness. It'll probably take some getting used to. Are the button configurations still basically the same? No. The whole thing has kind of been redesigned, but redesigned with the idea of improving, upgrading, making easier, making it easier to use, making it more interactive and simpler to be interactive with it. So uh, Logitech has dropped that bomb on us. Uh, Also, Star Citizen came with some big news. Uh, Anybody who's uh, followed Star Citizen, this is being made by Cloud Imperium Games, which its CEO is Chris Roberts. Why do we care about Chris Roberts? He's the guy who did all the Wing Commanders. Right. So he has a very big legacy in the video game world. He went on to uh, the uh, crowdsourcing mm-hmm. websites and raised $42 million Jesus. to make wow. Star Citizen. Uh, Star Citizen's Arena Commander was the first 
actual taste of gameplay at PAX East and the first time that anybody could uh, check out the game. Um, after a couple short uh, delays, they showed uh, some dogfighting um, and basically the crowd went insane on it. Uh, I don't know if you can still see it online. Some people have got videos up, some have been taken down. But for the first real gigantic mm -hmm. out there crowdsourced major funded, there's another one out there uh, that we're waiting to see. And I just completely, Tim Schaefer. Yes, uh, went on to like one of the Kickstarter type places and crowdsourced a crap ton of money, and they're working on games with that. But this is the first time that we've seen one uh, from a major producer do their own thing, forty-two mil, and it's looking good so far. So cool. we'll see where that goes. Uh, and then the last piece of news was uh, Gearbox Software uh, made uh, uh, has the high-definition update for Homeworld and Homeworld 2. And they just announced in the collector's edition version, version of those remastered, you're going to get a 12-inch spaceship with Homeworld and Homeworld 2. Nice. Yeah. So that's a fun little... And then there's one other piece. I don't know if it was announced at PAX or not, but uh, Sid Meier's After Earth is was announced. That's the one I completely... Oh, wait. The, the elephant in the room. Civil Sid Meier's Civilization After Earth. After Earth was announced, uh, it was announced at PAX East. Uh, they released just a teaser trailer, trailer for it. Yes. It's about a two-minute trailer. It was that, nice. I liked it. Well, it's, I mean, it's basically a CGI and real mm -hmm. actor uh, video of basically people leaving Earth. Yeah, it's basically the same, it's the same formula as, you know, as Firefly, as Titanfall, as all of them. Earth gets too used up, so you got to go out and, you know, set up a civilization on another planet. So yeah, the, the basis for it is that uh, it's going to be forty nine ninety nine when it comes out. Uh, it's going to be on Linux, uh, Mac, and PC. It's nice uh, it's going to be on Mac. It is on Mac, yeah. Yeah, it's going to be... It's, when it comes out, it will be coming out this fall for all three at the same time. There's no going to be... I wish they would do delay. another console version. They'd really have to... Really tone it down, yeah. Not dumb it down, but really s streamline the hell out of it. Because I've got Civ Five on my PC, and there's right. no way in hell my PC is like oh, I'm trying. There's no way in hell that that could go on PS4 or Xbox One. But uh, yeah, uh, but even but but you would still get a better quality game than you got from uh, Sid Meier's. Uh, uh, what, what was the one that was on Xbox? Um, Civ Revolution. Revolution, yeah. yeah. So you'd still get a you get a closer to the to the PC version on the ne this new gen than you would have on last gen. What's that? Now? The you would I'm saying that you would get a closer version of what is available on the PC on the new gen that's out. I don't think that's possible. You don't think so? I think what's possible is they could probably find a way to streamline something like Civ 4. Right. Which was the full version right. when Civ Rev came out. I think they could probably take a slightly streamlined Civ 4 and put that out on the Xbox One and PS4. But there is no way in hell it could run Civ 5 or this next one that's about to come out. Yeah. And, and just to like... To make sure everybody knows what we're talking about, it is exactly what you think it, it is. After Earth is going to be where you have to strategi strategically find a way to leave the confines of your home turf, which, you know, your home planet Earth, 
and then go colonize an alien world and forge a new future for humanity. It looks like you're also going to be able to when you when you say leave your home turf, actually leave from you know a certain country. Uh, that's true, and there's also discussion that you will have to learn how to escape gravitational pull and all that kind of stuff. That's cool. So yeah. when do you get to shoot stuff? <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. What? When do you get to shoot? Just stuff go play Titanfall. Just go play Titanfall. Okay. You can shoot everything you want on Titanfall. Chris, well, apparently not because he went no, through a whole thing. No, that was Call of Duty. Duty. <laughs> yeah, he can he can go. We, we, he can play it anytime. I'll only play it. And that concludes Pax East. Uh, Chris, anything so in, you, you in? Finished it. I finished. You, you I, did, you, I completed. You Pax I completed Pax East. You just went over there. You're like Pax East is closed. It's over. Where is it anyway? I'm Pax East is in Boston. 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 Go man. Go sax. <laughs> Chris, no, anything in, in comic book news? Nope. No comic book news at all. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing. Nope. nope. Screw you. Nothing. F off. Stop asking. Comic books are still coming out. People are still buying them. And and that's com- good news for everybody. Free comic book days coming up fast. Yeah, don't remind me. <laughs> um, Captain America apparently is still number one, even though it had yep. a scare this weekend. Is it, it really a surprise, though? Come it on. should not be. It's, it shouldn't it's, be, but... Um, it's more of a surprise that Rio 2 beat it for a single day. Yeah. So, yeah. the Well, let's, I'm, let's keep in mind, the first Rio did $143 million domestically and did somewhere over 300 Worldwide, so it's amazing. A pretty big movie that has like absolutely no pop consciousness whatsoever. Yeah, but I mean, did extremely well. So the fact that this one did well coming out the gates is no surprise at all on the film world. Mm-hmm. Um, it, and it, it was interesting that Rio Two was able to beat out Captain America on Friday. But when everybody goes, "Oh, it beat out Captain America too," how much do you guys think it beat it out by? It was only like by two million or something. A hundred thousand dollars. Oh, really? It was only one hundred thousand dollars. Is which what in five about. years will be the cost of one movie ticket? <laughs> hey, good point. Good point. Uh, but uh, by the end of Sunday, uh, Captain America held its top spot. The end of Sunday. The end of Sunday. We traveled in, forward in, in time. Yes. <laughs> we went to I know, Monday. It's projected sort of thing. Well, consider yes. Yeah. And if you're wondering what the hell we're talking about, we are recording Sunday morning of the weekend that we're talking uh, behind discussing. the curtain. Breaking the fourth wall. Don't touch it. Ethan, anything in TV? Walking, Walking Dead. Dead's not on. <laughs> <laughs> Called it. Called it. Walking Dead. No, but Game of Thrones is on. It's, uh, it started. I still haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet. Wait, wait. Well, what? I know. At all? Not at all. No, no, no. He just the season. He's not allowed to do oh, no, no. anything. No, no, no. He, he, he's seen. Oh, I'm, I'm up to thir- the third oh, season. God. Don't worry. Don't worry, Travis. No, no he, I'm the one that hasn't seen the third season. He's just, a, he hasn't, no, I'm talking he'll probably watch season. it before he leaves today or something. No, you got to leave for work. Target beckons. It was a great did, opening to the new season. I was going to ask It was you. a great opening to the new season. That's what did, I, it felt, I mean, it did feel a little slow compared to, not at all. Compared to how last there season There was nothing ended. slow about it. You're an idiot just, if you think it was slow. Little, but it's, it's going to on be that what, way. On what level was it slow? It's, it's hard to was go it, into. Was it, it people it. talking like every other episode of Game of Thrones I've ever seen? Yeah. <laughs> it's just, just five hours of people it talking. It was awesome. There, were, there was a lot of setup to it. I would love to talk about it right now, but two people are dicks, so. <laughs> well, then Sorry, just not, fuck I'm you. <laughs> I'm not paying 25 bucks a month for HBO just to watch one damn show. Oh, come on. It's 15 There's bucks. more shows on there. Nothing I would watch. <laughs> you can watch Man of Steel over and over again. Nope. Oh. Nope. So okay. So broke his neck again. Broke his neck again. <laughs> no, that's not the problem. I ha- that's not the thing I have a problem with. Why? 
why didn't he just okay if the world eater and the ship are connected why didn't he just destroy the ship, the ship instead of instead the of the damn engine? gigantic yeah that's, octopus that to me i just want to know why he didn't just go up and just like start reversing the earth's you know earth's orbit and just only christopher reeves gets to do that yeah how does it affect time <laughs> Still, when, when because I'm that Superman, point, when that's that why. Point when you're like ten and you're watching it, going, "Wait, that just that just affects space and physical <laughs> action. It doesn't affect time. How does that affect time? That doesn't reverse it. There, it makes no sense." <laughs> <laughs> Don't you question Christopher Reeves? So going on to um, he's not around anymore. <laughs> oh wow! <laughs> so no, that's not the worst Christopher Reeves joke. Okay, so since we are starting to bring this up. Uh, Let's get. We'll go around the table. This we'll do it this way. Travis, what's your favorite comic book? You know what I think is actually more fun. What is? We all guess what your favorite is. We <laughs> do this actually, That's live. awesome. That's kind of fun. What would we think is Travis's favorite comic book? Wait, are we talking movie, about like single game? issue or a trade or a storyline? What the hell? Are you? What's the context to this title? Series. Oh, favorite title, like overall title. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Star Wars Legacy. I would say my it's guess a, for Travis would be. He's like trying to read me. It awesome. The Last of Us. Mm. No, they, oh, see, you would be either. the easiest because good every job, answer, every right. answer is Walking Dead. What's your dead? favorite comic book? Walking, Walking dead. dead. What's your favorite TV show? Walking, Walking dead. dead. What's your favorite movie? The one Walking you're gonna dead. Make of Walking Dead. <laughs> <laughs> Who's your favorite villain? Somebody Walking, from Walking dead. dead. Who's your favorite superhero? Glenn. Walking Dead. Glenn. <laughs> Glenn's my favorite because you know he's a little bit smaller than the other one. So, favorite comic book title of all time? Yeah. Ever, ever, ever? Ever, ever, ever. My Little Pony. Close. Hello Kitty. Nope. Sectars. <laughs> the fact that you were able to pull that out. Dude, Ethan, I'm not even going to wait for you to guess. It's Tiny Titans. Tiny yeah. Titans Ooh. is your favorite comic book. No, no, not in a million one. years. Uh, tiny Titans is pretty awesome. It's a it good comic. A, it was all right for tiny kids. Uh, no, my favorite... <laughs> Only tiny kids? If you're a big kid, kids. it sucks. <laughs> no, my, uh, my favorite... That fav- kid that went to the growth sport, <laughs> growth sport in fourth grade? Growth sport? you. Good old growth sport. Growth sport. Growth sport. Hey, Olympic growth sport. People, How you doing? People grow in sport. Hey, you're a growth sport. <laughs> it's the only way you can grow in Russia. You know, they give you a sport and you have to... Uh, my favorite of all time, uh, and this includes every iteration, is Spider-Man. The, so that it would be... I would have never guessed that. Spider Man, Spider-Man, okay. Superior Spider Man, Ultimate what's your, Spider-Man, what's your Spider-Man, Spider-Man, Spectacular like what, Spider Man. What's what the Clone Saga? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh I love this game. Wait, the last of our fans. Uh, just just, I just off. made I just made somebody throw up, so I'm proud of that. I'm proud of that. Uh, the that worst part funny. is you're not alone. One of the guys that no, at work, I don't like to be one of our. I don't like this one of our one of the guys at work. That's what that's how it brought him back when he wanted to read. Wow, really? What? Yeah. One of our customers. That's not all right. He was huge on the phone saga. That's not okay. Okay, so which which iteration is your favorite? <sighs> like, what spot would you like? Which two creators or creative run? You're like, that's it. You know, oh, the Maximum Jesus. Carnage storyline. No, that's you. No, that is that you no. really? Oh God, he's oh. a huge Carnage fan. It drives me crazy. Um, Venom. No. Not that either. I'm Little Venom, and I'm crazy. Whoa. I like Cassidy more than I like Venom. I mean, uh, you know what? You would, I, you would love the new Deadpool versus. Honestly, Carter. I had not touched Spider-Man in years, and the thing that brought me back was the first Ultimate Spider-Man run, when they retold his story and reset and did it did that Ultimate Spider. Those first like 
five or six hard. I'm mean, hell. The first like ten hardcovers are amazing, and do a great service to the Peter Parker character and so retelling the origin. Is it Bendis and Bagley's ultimate? I I I don't know that I would say that, but I might to lock it down. I I might go God. Krasinski's and Romita Jr. No, no. I I take Bendis and Bagley over over uh, Straczynski and Romita. Um, now I'm trying to think back to like when I was a little kid and I was reading them. <laughs> no, I'm still. Uh, well, as of right now, until I can readjust it next week and go, I I lied, I lied, I remember now. But no, dude, that that Bendis Bagley run brought me back to Spider Man and b- brought me back. You're to, not like, the I'm only one. Start buying that, everything. That more than anything else accomplished what Marvel's plan was with the Ultimate Universe, which was to seriously. Update a book and it that was could so stand good. on its own. It was so good. Ultimate X Men was that. I mean, Ultimate X Men fell much, apart fast. But Ultimate X Men for the start was fantastic. I loved Ultimate X Men through about fifty. I, th- I think Ultimate Spider Man was the best one. Then I would put the first hardcover of Ultimate Fantastic Four was a lot of fun and really cool. And the Ultimates was really awesome. Well, you know, the Ultimates was a, was a was a game changer. That was so that was anyway, awesome. But still, anyways. So yeah, Spidey. Spidey is your favorite comic book. Yeah. So over, over time. What yeah. do you think his favorite movie is? My favorite movie of all time? Your favorite comic book related movie? Or uh, within movie? pop culture. Within his favorite pop culture? movie of all time is probably Debbie Does Dallas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> God. Now I almost threw up. Star Wars Empire Strikes Back. Is anybody else guessing or is, are, we, are we done? I know you're a big Star yeah, Wars fan. I would, I'd probably say Empire, and if I were to do comic movie, I know you're a big cap. Lover of that movie. I want to say I'd it's say one of the Indiana Jones films. Oh, I'm gonna say Empire and Cap. It would. It would either. It's either no, Empire. I'm say Empire and Iron Man. First Iron Man. Oh wow. No, nah, I would say it's either Empire or uh, Indiana Jones. The first one. Those are the two. They're they're a tie for one. Mm-hmm. It's Raiders, The Lost Ark, and Empire Strikes Back. Without a doubt. So you like the one where he actually doesn't do anything? Yes, I love that one. And don't you ever question it? No, I love that movie. Raiders is the greatest movie ever made. <laughs> favorite video game? Favorite video tough. game? Wait, we didn't get a comic book movie, though. What's oh. your favorite comic book movie? This favorite comic book Those movie. Those both have comic books. Why? <laughs> Avengers. Something that comes out after the comic. Avengers. My favorite uh, comic book movie to taking, date. Are, you taking the, are we taking the Dark Knight trilogy out? No. That's, it's based on a comic book character. It's Dark Knight. I yeah. said Iron Man. Is it Dark Knight? It's Dark Knight. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Heads and shoulders. Dark Knight 1 and then uh, Avengers 2. Yeah. I knew that. And I mean like $100,000. Avengers 2 is number two already. You already saw it? That's amazing. <laughs> you went forward in time to see Avengers 2. You didn't, you didn't hear about yeah, that? Yeah, we have time travel abilities here, apparently. <laughs> we have a TARDIS. Why does anybody tell me? Cause I can go What's back your to, next question? Go back to my, my channel. Uh, what's what, favorite video game? Numbers. I'd say his favorite video game is Halo. Favorite video game ever? Oh, E.T. on the Atari. Crap. <laughs> Adventure. Hey, there's a piece of news. They're digging. They're they're going searching in that uh, dump in uh, New Mexico to dig up to see if all the uh, ET Atari games are in the dump. <laughs> Microsoft is funding it. Big surprise. They're going to re- bring back the game. I bet they would. Favorite video game ever. There's a lot of dead air. Dig this, Dug. This one is no. This one's uh, that's Dig Dug was an awesome game. That's impossible. What was what? Okay, so then what was the first game that hooked you? Like really, you're just oh my god. Like I know for a lot of people, it was it was the first Zelda that felt different than almost anything else they sure, played beforehand. Sure. 
Did you uh, have a moment like that? Was it Zelda? Was it something along those lines? Maybe Super Mario Brothers? Or no, I well, so, like I think something that uh, Ninja Gaiden. No, 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 no. Um, Wolfenstein. Because the first thing I ever played was an Atari at my cousin's house, and that's what sparked the holy crap! I can play games on a TV, and then. We, we got the NES. Mm-hmm. Like, we, that, that first Christmas that it was available, we got the NES. And when I popped in Super Mario Brothers, like, ga- like, world changer, I was like, holy shit. I would say the first game way back then that really, like, made my mind melt was Metroid. Metroid yeah. was the one that I was like, holy shit. Because there was so much more going on than Super Mario Brothers. Super Mario Brothers was great. But there was so much more available to do. Um, later on, of you not being able to get into a level until you finish something else, or not a level, but like it, there'd be whole areas that were closed off to you. Yeah, until and you like other and different and guns and turning into a ball, and and you have like the grenade, but like the 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 was that one of the first ones where you'd have to like go back and replay parts too? Like you'd have to go fuck yeah, again. the roly poly bombs to get through like secret passageways yeah. to get the freeze mm-hmm. missile and all this. Other. Oh my god, that game was insane. Uh. The more modern day game that, like, actually, I would say the game that was the most changing and the, the, the biggest, like, changer for my brain that said to me games can be art was Final Fantasy VII. Yeah, I could say that. And Chrono Trigger. Chrono Trigger really oh, changed I my brain. To play Chrono Trigger. I oh, that game was amazing. That game was, game. That game was game. so incredibly expensive because yeah. it was after it was new and I'd always find it secondhand. It was always like tw- twice as much. Oh, God. Three yeah. times as much. Okay, so what do we think Ethan's comic book, movie, and video game is? Uh, Walking Dead, Walking Dead, and Walking Dead. <laughs> Walking Dead comic book. Movie, Walking Dead movie. Movie, I would say The Rock for just in particular. And then a comic Iron book Man 2. <laughs> <laughs> Avengers. And then his favorite video game would be The Last of Us. The Last of Us has to be the favorite video game. How close am I? Yeah, you got one out of three. One out of three? Okay, hit us. <laughs> um, well, I'd say... Obviously, Walking Dead is my favorite comic book series. Uh, my movie would be The Professional. It's still my favorite movie of all time. I would have never guessed that. <laughs> no. <laughs> That's an awesome choice, but I would have never guessed Leon. that. Leon. It's still one of my favorite movies of all time. Matilda. Favorite comic uh, book movie? Favorite comic book movie? I don't know. Just because I, I saw Cap 2. Now I'm changing the theme. Oh, <laughs> that was one of the greatest games <laughs> ever made. The fun oh, God. Uh, such a good game. I'm, I'm surprised you wouldn't know, say Dark be, Knight. Yeah, I mean, that's really the only thing I can think of that would be really high on my list. It's like, I don't see anything else coming close to it. So, yeah, I'm going to say Dark Knight. Uh, yeah. What video game? Last of Us? <laughs> yeah. No. Um, I haven't played that either. <laughs> my f- <laughs> I watch people play. <laughs> I like to There watch. are still people that are upset that you gave a ra- yeah, game, screw them. Gave a rating for a game you didn't play. They can go or suck a grade a lemon. for a game you didn't play. They can go suck a lemon. Well, suck a lemon. That's that's tough. That's yeah. strong. Way to way to yeah. stick it to the man. Yeah. 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 Uh, video game of all time, the what I really enjoyed playing, I would say, would be the first Metal Gear Solid on PS One. Still one of my top choices. Where the bad guys see you and then turn around and forget you existed. <laughs> Goldeneye. Holy shit, I just remembered Goldeneye. Oh, I was yeah. wondering, yeah. Holy <laughs> shit. That was, Dude, yeah. years, I, played, I played Goldeneye years late. Years so playing Goldeneye. I already had people beforehand. Hell, four I player, would still play Four player split screen, man. Four, four player. Well, they did a HD remake. 
Yeah. No, screw that. I want the old box. Dude, I have it. I'm just remembering the four-player split screen. Holy crap. What I remember from Mario Kart is like the very first level when you were in, I think, what was it, the dam or whatever you were in? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'd, you'd sneak in through the bathroom, and there'd be that guy there, and you could shoot the beret off his head without killing him. Yeah. <laughs> I used to do that all the time, and then I'd jump down and snap his neck or whatever. I said, Chris, what's your favorite comic book? See, this is going to be interesting. This is going to be interesting to have everybody guess. Comic book, movie. Your favorite comic book ever? Comic book, comic book, movie, movie, and video game. You know my video game because you already saw it. Yeah, I did. I was surprised that the that's, video game. That's a, that's a great. That's the pick one. For when we get to game. it, I'll tell you. That's, that's a great uh, his pick. favorite comic book is GI Joe. He's not the only one. I'm not even going to try to touch the comic book. <laughs> There's favorite, so many. Favorite, favorite, I know. Like, yeah. I know. And the reason I have a reason for this too. You do? Yeah. Because I, I don't think you're wrong. I, I actually don't want to guess anything else. I'm, I mean, I'm, say I'm, I'm sure. Too. I'm sure he's going to. He'll say you know, something else because it'll be of a certain story arc that really sparked sure. him. No, it's Joe. Is it, it Joe? Is it Joe? Yeah. Hey, as Larry, soon as he Larry said Thomas it, I was like, Joe this. from one to about maybe one ten. One of the greatest comics I ever read in my life is the Silent Snake Eyes comic book. That is one of the coolest comic books, mm-hmm. and not a single word is spoken. Mm-hmm. Isn't Joe like one of the first comic books you ever read? Uh, the first comic book I ever read was uh, Star Wars number five. The first comic book I ever purchased, actually took off the rack, Star Wars number five with my brother, uh, was G.I. Joe number five. Right. That was the first one I bought. Wow. And for a long time, yeah, I didn't. I wasn't into comics for like superheroes and stuff when I was a kid. It was all licensed out. It was all Star Wars and G.I. Joe. And then later was uh, Dark Horse's Aliens Predator series. Nice. nice. Aliens Predator and that type of stuff. That got me going to comic shops even more because I was trying to Right. Make sure I didn't miss the issue, and that's where I started getting into different superheroes and stuff. But yeah, Joe would be it. It was my favorite. It was the one I read over and over again. My history with superheroes. I didn't start reading superheroes until I was in junior high, almost. Yeah, it'd be sixth grade, junior high before I started reading superhero books. Wow. His Ooh. favorite movie is Jurassic Park. It's Empire Strikes Back, then. Yeah, I was going to say Empire. <laughs> it, it had Emp- Empire, more than anything, changed my life. Like, Star Wars, I saw Star Wars in the re-release in 80, and I still remember it affecting me. I remember coming home and telling my father about it, even though he had already seen it. And just go, and then they do this, and then, and then Darth Vader's ship gets hit, and he goes flying off into space, and they blow up the Death Star. And my father said, I just want to eat dinner. Shut up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. No, he wasn't like that. He was, he was very... Knew it had to, I knew it but Empire, Empire changed everything because... Even though it was a year later, not only did I love the story, not only did I love everything with it, the walkers were like dinosaurs, which was amazing. Yeah. But that was the first movie that I watched and go, how did they do that? Ah. Like, how did they make the walkers work? How did they, you know, how did they get these ships doing what they do? It's like, I know it's not real. You know, I know they didn't, right. like, build a walker, you know, motorized or whatever, but maybe they did. I didn't know. And that was yeah. the first time I remember... Trying to seek out figuring out how like special effects, yeah, Yeah. Mm, and then of course with the story being well and the the directing and the fact that it was such a different tone movie than the first one, it was it made me think a lot about creative storytelling from every aspect, how to physically do it, but also what brings you to that point. How do you how do you mix a movie like Star Wars and a movie like Empire, which are very different in tone? Oh yeah, very very different in tone. So yeah, Empire. If I had to pick one, it would be Empire. Raiders is up there. Jurassic Park's up there. Simply more of the experience of it. Jurassic Park. So, back when Empire came out, I wasn't trying to figure out what happened. I was just like drooling watching it. Jurassic Park was the first movie that I ever went, "Holy shit!" Like mm-hmm. this is what you can do with film. 
the sound. Well, Jurassic, yeah, Jurassic Park's a game-changing one. And also yeah. the fact that when you watch it now, that CGI is still better than half the CGI you no. That's true. Shit. That's yeah. true. Amazing. Very true. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Well, and, and still at this point, you when you're looking at it, you know, if you don't know which parts were practical effects and which yeah. parts were they CGI, so you well. you don't really. Well, I remember know. seeing it. I saw it twice before I got the making of Jurassic Park the book, and right. I tore that book apart. And the third time I went to see it, I annoyed everybody with me. I was like, "That's CGI. That's physical. That was the that's the life size robot. That's a miniature. That's CGI." They just, Shut up! But I'm like, "No, I know what I know what all this is. Like, I can still pick out all the parts." It's amazing now. Awesome. I mean, what they did at that time period. That was the first time I went into the movie, and the they had a guy uh, because we went into one of the new digity di, uh, Dolby Digital kind of things. And one of the kids <laughs> came in. Yeah. No, that was the worst. That, that ad for that terrible. thing was terrible. But this kid came in and he goes, everybody, we just want to let you know the sound, noises, music of this movie are extremely loud. It can cause problems if you have heart problems. Like it was the first time I ever went to a movie at that time. It was in the that 90s. had a disclaimer like and that. And they said like, if you have a heart problem or this or that or the other, you might not want to watch this movie. And I was like, holy crap, what am I in for? But the same thing with <laughs> Jurassic Park, like, as I'd read the book, I you know you know the story for the, you know the outline of it, but I remember the first time I saw that T Rex attack, and it ended, yeah. and I just sat there, <sighs> and in your head you go, "Holy crap! I don't think I've breathed. I don't think I've actually yeah. taken a breath." Yeah, and it was it was incredible. The first time you hear that, mm-hmm. yeah, it was it oh. was really well done because you know you're in you're class. in the middle of yeah you're in the yeah. middle of this film that is kind of cheesy and it kind of things here, but that thing still takes you. You know, the, again, looking at a movie and going the brilliancy of how it's directed, how it was cut, yeah. how it was shot, the suspense and they with built it. with that scene alone, where you just hear that. It also you just hear a that. little thud, just that yeah. tiny, that tiny little thump, and the little plastic water glass just ripples a tiny bit. And but how then you hard get when you get that, that roar to make that. That's what, <laughs> when you watch the making of, and you yeah. see the hardest effect, the hardest practical effect in the entire movie was the fucking ripple. Was the, was the, the cir- ripple, the circular ripples? Because he the couldn't water. get it. Yeah, it always started from a side. He couldn't figure out how to. Oh, get that's, how to yeah. Get well, if you if you hit it from yeah, if you're doing yeah, this so you off camera, do string in the middle. They or had, yeah, they had to generate it. Yeah, from the center. Oh, like but then when you get it. when all of a sudden you get that roar, it's just like I mean, it, well, it takes your breath. What away. is that? What is that? Yeah, and then you hear the scream from the distance. It's like holy fuck! What's coming? They did a great job of doing. Uh, of using stuff that you hadn't seen in terms of CGI, especially with something as being a dinosaur nut like me, to see them come so to life, but also the, the sound in it. Ben Burtt's mm-hmm. a fucking genius. Oh my god, mm-hmm. the mixing something of that yeah because it was so different. It was like you know what, it's not going to yeah. be rawr. It's going to be something so incredibly a, some, different. I mean, the way and I, unique. Oh. I mean, that's a unique yeah. thing. What I one of the things I really appreciate the movie about the movie was that there was such a it was a little subtleties, but there was such a difference between the herbivores and the carnivores. Just even just the way that you felt when you were around each of them. You know, w- when you were around the herbivores, you get even with the music and just the like sound, and everything. It was just a sense of calm, and, and you know, you, you relaxed. You knew that you were with a peaceful animal. But then, as soon as the carnivore was near, you felt that tense. You know, that tension. You you felt that fear. Well, Spearbug is a master of tension. Oh God, yeah. So much God, so. yeah. The lessons he learned on Jaws, he's used quite well. Jaws still holds up to this day. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. The lessons he learned on Jaws is is stuff that he's mastered from... from I just watched Close Encounters of the Third Kind the other day, and that was still amazing. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I want to get to his video game. Well, his favorite comic book movie is Thor. Thor 2. 
No, Thor. Thor. The original Thor. Original okay. Thor. Con- um, his I want to guess Thor too. No. No, Thor Thor to me is it's a much subtler movie. Um I just the directing and the shot selection and just everything in that movie is fantastic. I love that movie. I think it's one of the best written movies I've seen in a long, long time. I love that movie mm-hmm. a lot. Now, part of his, the reason I like Cap 2 so much too because it's a very it's a subtly written film mm-hmm. if you see it speaking to people who haven't seen stuff that everyone else has Travis did you when finally you see, see Cap 2? Nope. no oh my god I've been I've been puking my guts you, out that, that's no excuse you need I to know. go you should have they, gone they'll to the give movie. you a popcorn bag with nothing in it and you right. can just barf right in the middle of the movie just ask for a large popcorn bag this uh, seems yeah. amazing <laughs> <laughs> holy shit so Okay, uh, Chris's favorite game. video game. This video is actually a surprise. His video game is no. There, I don't care if it's a surprise. This is a brilliant fucking choice. This is one of the best games made. My favorite video game was Legend of Zelda: Link to the Past. Fuck yeah, on the Super, the Nintendo. Super Nintendo. So I would have thought yeah. it was NHL. Was it Blitz or? No, no it wouldn't be. Anything. Hell no, dude. I wasn't. I wasn't good enough to play game. sports games. No, but I thought that was the game that even got you into hockey. And no, no, no. Blades of Steel, oh, Blades of Steel helped me get into hockey, but that's not. That is not it. my favorite video game was Link to the Past because that was it was a lot of con- things that converged with it. That was the first time I had a TV in my room, the first time I had a game system in my room, so I could sit and play that game for hours on end yeah. without you know my parents coming in and going, "Hey, we want to watch TV. You got to turn the video game off." I think that was the first mm-hmm. game I ever played all the way to the end, and you know had that sense of accomplishment with it. I'd finished a couple of games before, but I wasn't a big finisher with it. But that game, and it was one of the first games Zelda did this for me, and but this one more so. I think I finished that game ten times. I mean, yeah. I would go through that game over and over and over again, and still enjoy playing it. I, first game I tried to play all the way through without stopping. I started at like seven in the morning, and I tried to finish the game in one sitting. I think I gave up somewhere around two, three in the afternoon, where I'm like, I can't do this anymore. There's no way. Yeah, but it was, it, and, and it gets. It's one of those games. Also, after the first time you do it, when you're playing it again, you're, you're playing it going. I don't have the hook shot. This sucks. I got to get to the part where I get the hook shot. I got to get to the part where I get the freeze gun. And that just that that world was so huge. And I I did not like Zelda 2 at when all. When you finally got the the uh the power the ability to go push to, like yeah. big rocks around there. Oh. And going back and redoing a lot of that type of stuff knowing, you know, when you have the power yeah. button, you have the mm-hmm. hook shot. Oh, I can finally that frustration the first time you go and like I can't get across this chasm because I don't have something to shoot me over. Yep. And then you got it and you win. You're like, yeah. That was <laughs> that game, that, was, that so game was the first game where I'm like I realized I really, really, really enjoy playing video games. Like I had a Nintendo. I loved Zelda. Um, I Zelda and I wasn't a huge Super Mario Brothers fan. Super Mario Brothers two, but only because I could cheat. Uh, you could cheat in the first one. You just got to know where the pipes are. Yeah. Uh, Double Dragon played a lot. <laughs> Oh sure, 1942, mm-hmm. 1943. It's a shooter game. I had God, Iron Tank of... too. Iron Tank was impossible. I still yeah. think there's no end to that game. <laughs> <laughs> I swear to God, there's no end to that there's game. There's so many. There's so many. God, uh, yeah, I'd have to like photograph my entire video game collection. Uh, no, that's what I'm trying. So I've been trying many. to think of what's my favorite. And... All right, your okay. Turn. So, what do you guys your favorite? Think? Your favorite comic book? Yes, Batman. My Little Pony. <laughs> I would I would say as a whole it'd be Star Wars. Yeah. Take every incarnation. It if you take every incarnation, yes. I could see that. Um, my favorite story arc, if you want to call it that, would be Batman uh, Long Halloween. So you were close with that. Yeah. That, that that's my favorite. Um, favorite comic book movie is Dark Knight. 
Um, favorite comic movie would either be Dark Knight or Cap Two. Oh, Cap Two finally gets some love. It, it's it's a close one, and the only problem is w- I sometimes don't feel like Dark Knight is a comic book movie. It's just because it, it came I, out when I afterwards and I said it, it transcends that genre. Yeah, but it does. It still it has a lot of comic book elements. For a long time, I said the best comic book movie in terms of being a comic book translated to screen was X two. Right, X two had ah. everything that a great comic gives you. Avengers does too. Yeah, Avengers gives you everything that a fantastic comic book can give some you. Some drama, some excitement. Yeah. Something some like Cap 2. Cap 2 is a good one, but it doesn't capture everything that a comic book can do because it's not about superheroes. But right. It's an amazing political action thriller. And that's what I said when, when I left when I left the theater from watching The Dark Knight, I felt the same thing when I left the theater after watching Cap 2. If you take out those comic book elements, the movie still holds itself as a movie. You uh. can, so it almost isn't it almost isn't a comic book movie. As much as it is, you know, a psychological thriller or a right. political thriller in this case, um, but yeah, those are my those are my favorite too. And one reason is because I absolutely absolutely love Heath Ledger. I mean, it, you know, I mean, yeah, Dark Knight is, I, and I, and I film. love the Joker. I love the character of the Joker. That you know, we'll get to it later. But yeah, yeah that character is, and especially the way he portrayed it, is just one of the best screen moments I can remember. Okay. What do you guys think his favorite video game is? What about what, just movie in general? 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 January? 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 Would it be any movie with January Jones? No. No. Oh, okay. Pirates. Oh, God, you're so right. It has to be anything with Johnny Depp on screen no, for more than Star Wars. Especially, but especially Pirates. Pirates of the Caribbean. It has to be Star Wars. It'll be Star Wars, but I'm saying it's Pirates. He'll say Star Wars. He'll say Star Wars, but, but it's Pirates heart, he of the Caribbean. Pirates. It's totally Pirates of the Caribbean, the first one. Yep. Yeah. It's, or Serenity. I would it's the original Star Wars because yeah. it's the first movie I saw yeah. in the theater. Except, and really, except it's, it's really Pirates of the no. Caribbean. Because he watches Pirates. It's every, every, oh my God, Pirates is on TNT. I got to watch it, even though I have it. Even though I own it and I can watch it on Blu ray. It's the original Star Wars because it's the first movie I ever saw in the theater. And if Johnny Depp played Han Solo in the pirate costume. He would have exploded. <laughs> he would have exploded. exploded. I'm kind of surprised he hasn't photoshopped that. No. Done that. He's going to now. It's the, the original Star Wars film shaped my life. And it's, it's what... Yes, that is mine. You had a crush on your sister? <laughs> oh, 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 the Doom Chuck. So, uh, favorite video game? No, it's okay. It's in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, just a kiss. Uh, uh, George Lucas made incest okay. Favorite, favorite video game? This favorite video tough. game is uh, Super Civilization. Man. Superman for the original Nintendo. Oh no. Super Empire Strikes no, Back. No, I can't. That game was awesome, by the way. That game was cool. Uh God. Dig Dug. You're just gonna go with the, your your Last of Us in it, aren't you? Uh, now I can tell you, Dig Dug. When I, I when when it was out, I was in actually Boy I would I would uh, if we're going modern era, I would guess Halo. If we're going back in the day, uh, Dig Dug. <laughs> You're not gonna. I used to go, when I was in Dig Boy Scouts. Awesome, like listen, wait, listen. Wait, when Sid I was Meyer, in Sid Meier's Pirates. No, when I was in when I was in when I was in Boy wait, Scouts. Isn't Johnny Depp in the game? Somewhere wasn't he? A, wasn't he a motion capture? Sid Meier's Pirates? No, <laughs> no, no. Just for any game. No, that he was. was he was uh, in the Pirates Randall. game. No, I would say um, probably Ninja Gaiden. The really, the original Ninja Gaiden? Because I used to play that game for hours and hours. Not Strider? No. 
that that game that game or or I would have to say um, Star Wars Shadow of the Empire Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles no Shadow of the Empire as a game yeah not Denka Dark Empire you remember that one yeah Star Wars Dark Empire that was like the that was like the Quake FPS Star Wars that was awesome no yeah I used to I I couldn't wait for the whole Shadows of the Empire thing and the game you know was what set it all off I had the book you know the novelization not, not Jedi Outcast with Kyle Katarn <laughs> I did enjoy playing that they were talking about an the somebody's making an HD remake of it that'd be cool I can't wait okay so um. Then we'll get back around. Favorite superhero? Yours is obviously Spider Man, Travis. No? No. Who's your favorite sp- superhero? Cockknocker. Cockknocker. <laughs> Don't fuck with the Jedi Master, baby. <laughs> that was so great, dude. The, the dildo sabers. Cockknocker. Uh, no, I'm, I'm, my favorite superhero is very, very black and white and very, very black Panther. simple. Batman. No. It's like the most well, he's simple black superhero that Cap exists. in America. Superman. Okay. Hi. And I know it's cliche, and I know it's all that shit, but when I was a little kid, I dressed up for Superman for about th- two years straight. Superman's one of those things that the character is bigger than the story. Mm-hmm. And that's, yeah. that's I mean, like, I mean, the Iron Giant Superman and the, this, and the, I mean, like, he transcends so much more than his comic book. Like, Superman will, e- even though it's cliche, it's like, nope, Superman. If it's mostly the, it, if you're going to take super and hero, then Superman's an amazing choice. Yeah. It's Superman's the automatic hands down for me. Ethan? Do we want to get it out of the way and just say Rick Grimes? <laughs> 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 I'm not necessarily a superhero. Yours, is, I, yours has to be Batman. It's Batman. Gotta be Batman. As much as I enjoy Batman, it is Supergirl. Actually, no, it's Iron Man. Iron Man. Iron Man. So Batman who doesn't want to be a, a womanizing, drunk, alcoholic th- philanthropist? It's what I live for every day. God, <laughs> they it's use, a dream. Yeah, because I've been watching uh, Avengers uh, Assembled, the cartoon. Uh-huh. They use that line of the philanthropist that you know he uses in the in yeah. Avengers. They use it in almost every other episode. <laughs> Playboy, it's so horrible. Got to remind the kids who he is. Yep. yep. Um, Chris's favorite superhero. Um, Batwing. Yes. <laughs> I was going to say Darkwing Duck. I was, I was going to. That's funny. You should say that. I had Darkwing that Duck head. is pretty awesome. Darkwing Howard the Duck is his favorite. No. Oh, God. Howard George Duck. Lucas is favorite. Uh, if I had to make an honest to goodness guess, Batman. I'm going to go with Batman. No, it's Thor. <laughs> I forgot. It's Thor. Yeah, that's true. No? If Wait. you're going by the definition of superhero, it would be Batman. Oh, But yeah. if you're talking about a heroic character, it's the Punisher. Oh, wow. Interesting. Mm-hmm. Punisher's I, what I, got I, me into Marvel. Punisher was the first Marvel comic I bought. Okay. Like Marvel Universe comic I bought. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Batman was one of the... I was buying a couple of Batman books here and there for... For DC, so. All right, so what do you guys think mine is? Superhero? Yeah. Johnny Depp. (laughs) (laughs) You already have tickets for Transcendence, don't you? No. I mean, Lawnmower Man. (laughs) I know, right? Uh, Favorite superhero for you? Robin. (laughs) (laughs) In the 1966, Adam West, (laughs) Robin. (laughs) Holy rusted steel, Batman. (laughs) 
Holy mackerel. I, I would mean, have to say Batman. I think if you're going with like a classic hero, you go with Batman. But I want to say Winter Soldier. But he's not a superhero yet. If you're going with well, hero, if, if you're going with hero, Winter Soldier, if you're going with superhero, Cap. Interesting. So either way, Captain America too. Yeah. Okay. Uh, villain. Favorite villain. Well, yours is a Joker. Yes. With uh, a side of carnage thrown on there. <laughs> I love. It's just carnage, chicken. He loves carnage. I love fucked up, <laughs> mentally fucked up characters. I yeah. love them. Well, carnage Joker's is... obviously. Yeah, yours yeah, is, jo- is Joker. There's no question. No, I know it's Joker. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Travis's. Is... Stilt Man. <laughs> Close. Psycho Pirate. The Leaper. The Leaper! <laughs> the Leaper! <laughs> Bad Rock The Leaper! Skull because Travis is racist. <laughs> <laughs> wow. I had a joke pop up in my head. And I'm not going to say it because you're racist. For fear of death. Uh, no, no, it's Joker. Ethan's Ethan. The Ethan's is the governor. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say the governor. Either that or it's Joker. Joker. It's Joker, yeah. Wow. Well, we have three. You don't have four. No, nah. I know it's not going to be four. No. Nah. Mm, this is a tough one. Cobra Commander? Mojo Gogo. <laughs> Mojo Jojo? Mojo Jojo! I am Mojo Jojo. Mojo Jojo. There is only one Mojo Jojo. I am your favorite villain, Mojo Jojo, because Mojo Jojo is your favorite villain. I'd say this Loki, but Loki's, I wouldn't consider Loki a villain. My favorite villain wouldn't be considered a villain all the time either, which is part of the reason why he's my favorite villain. Well, that's Loki, but it's not Loki. That's not Loki. I'm trying to think of who this could be. It can't be Lex. Nope. Nah. Lex is bad all the time. Not all the time. No, he's bad all the time. Even when he's trying to do good, he ends up doing bad. Yeah, well, I don't know. What, what, what is yours? Magneto. Uh, I can oh, see that, yeah. That's, that's a good nice. one. Magneto's always been my most interesting. Because, again, one of the first villain that I looked at and went, well... I kind of get it. I get where he's going. I get where he's going. Yeah. I don't know how we didn't even, I mean, we didn't think of any. Any X-Men stuff? Yeah. Okay, so if you if you could be a character from right. anything in, we'll say, pop culture, you Batman. know, movies. <laughs> Always comics. be Batman. Always be <laughs> yourself true. unless you can be Batman. Always be Batman. Okay, but we can move on video from games. <laughs> You've seen those ones on Facebook on. where it's like it gives you like a, a whole grid of heroes, and it's yeah. like, oh, all the other ones are going to turn on you. Only one is your ally. Who is it? And Batman. every time I know Batman, you always choose Batman. It was like, well, Iron Man, because no, Batman. Batman can take down the Justice League. It's yeah. Batman. You, you can take always down go everyone. down with Batman. Okay, let's move so on. Who, <laughs> so everybody's Batman. Who else would you want to be? You'd be Batman, not Superman. No. Not, because the, your moral fortitude with Superman not gets Luke in Skywalker. the way when you're Clark Kent. When you're Batman, you can kind of remove yourself when you're Bruce. And you, go, you know what? I'm having a party with supermodels, and I'm going to plow every single one of them. And then I can get back to my mission of the night. You know, when you're Clark, you're like, me. oh, you know what? There's a whole bunch of hot girls here, but oh, gosh, I love Lois. <laughs> I just love the way she makes fun of me and calls me Kansas and Smallville. Gosh darn it. Is, that, just, is that the voice he uses? Yep, that's the one, that should be the <laughs> That should be Cavill's voice in Man of Steel too. You know what, Bruce? I don't know who you think you are being Batman, but 
You can't stop me from being Superman. I'm Thor. I'm Thor. I'm Thor. <laughs> okay, so if you could pick a sidekick out of all of Paul, uh, pop culture, who would your sidekick be? Batman. <laughs> <laughs> Which it could be argued that he has been Superman's sidekick a few times. Actually, I was Superman, Superman was Batman's Batman sidekick yeah. all the time. <laughs> Actually, that that is true. More often than uh-huh. not, Bruce calls Clark and goes, "Clark, get over here." Yep. Je- and Je- Clark comes running, like he goes, "Get over sure, here." Sure, Bruce, I'll come help you. <laughs> Jesse Pinkman's yours, right? Fuck no. <laughs> if I need somebody to call people bitch, sure. Outside of that, he's worthless. So, who would your sidekick be? Of all time? Psychic's such an odd term now. There's so few of them. I, yeah, like what's not real? That, that classic sidekick. Are we doing the gone. classic sidekick? Who, who, We're you're, it the you classic Bucky, sidekick? Robin, Speedy. Not a lot of sidekicks in, in Marvel. A lot of them are, are DC. DC had a lot of DC duos. had a lot of sidekicks. Marvel, mm. not so much. Superboy. They had Chewbacca. Like kids or younger versions. I, yeah, yeah, if I had to go with really one, I'd go with Chewie. I'll go with Chewie. <laughs> Ethan, mm-hmm. let you the Wookiee win. Yeah, Carl. 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 You can't go out into the light, Carl. Carl. <laughs> Carl, don't go outside. There's zombies out there. When did he turn into Keanu Reeves? Exactly, bro. I am a zombie. Ethan? I don't know. I got to think about it. You got to come back to me. I'll go Chris? with Chewie. Chewie's a good, solid one. Hmm. Chewie's, Chewie's great because he's he's an epitome of that sidekick in that he's an archetype. He's mm-hmm. always he the totally one is. that he can save the day. He's, he could kick he's everybody's ass if he wanted yeah, to. And he doesn't. That's kind of the He'll problem. He'll stand in the back and just be that giant dude behind you that's like, don't fuck with him. I think, I think if, if we're you. defining Chewbacca as a sidekick, I think it would have to be Chewbacca. Well, he, I mean, he is. He's a sidekick. He is. He owes the life debt to Han. So I, I he's, I would, he's stuck as his sidekick until and Han goes, you're free. I have to grad say either Chewie or R2-D2. I'd go actually with over R2. Han doesn't hold him to that debt. No, he doesn't. Chewbacca holds himself to it. Exactly, Han which makes would, yeah, Chewbacca yeah, even more badass. It's not, How much fucking badass is that? Yeah. He's like, no, Han's like, no, you can go. And he's like, nope. Would you want, would you want Hodor? Fuck Hodor. <laughs> he just Hodor's everywhere. Hodor. 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 <laughs> Who's your sidekick? Hodor. What does he do? Hodor. Hodor. <laughs> he said there's like 25 different Hodor. versions of the word. Hodor. There is. There's yeah. at least that many. And he knows what each one of them means. <laughs> Okay, um, sidekick, go. Give us your sidekick. You've been given two people. Should, should I uh, hurry up? I'm going to join in. I guess, jump on the bandwagon. Before, say Chewbacca. Chewbacca. Kid Flash. Okay. Speedy. It, it's not one that I wrote down, but I just thought of it. If you could have one vehicle out of all of pop culture, Batmobile. 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 <laughs> really? Yes. <laughs> Wait, one vehicle of all vehicles ever? Um, oh, yes. Batmobile. Batmobile. I know I know what you're thinking. Say it. And I'll tell you why you're wrong. No, I'm not going to say that. I know what you're going to say. No, no, I'll no. You, he's going to say the serenity, his serenity. No, no. No, I'm not say saying that. serenity. He's, he's not as lost as you are. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have I have two. But one you have of, two? I have Go two, ahead. Which one, one of them is serenity? <laughs> Which one of them is serenity? Okay. Uh, uh, you, you, guys, them, you guys tell me. I think it might be his, too. And I'll tell him why he's wrong. Okay. Go. You guys tell me what you think mine is. Millennium Falcon. That would be my second guess. Yeah, you know why the Millennium Falcon, why you don't want it? Because that piece of shit breaks down all the, all the time. fucking time. I can't get off Hawk because it's broken. I can't get off Bespin because it's broken. My first choice would be a TARDIS. 
Because it travels through it time. It was going to come in at some point. It travels through time, space, and dimension. <laughs> Your mom travels through time, space, and dimension. <laughs> so I could go backwards, <laughs> forwards. Travis needs one. <laughs> You might as well get the phone booth from Bill and Ted while you're at it. Seriously. Uh, DeLorean can only go through space. I thought you would say Millennium Falcon. And that's what I was going to tell you wrong. It's, it's just, appealing. It's a terrible that one because it just breaks down all it's, the time. It's like, you might as well, in that case, your get, heart, get a Super Star Destroyer. That's yeah. the one. Just get that. Right. You know? Exactly. The generally. I mean, obviously, you need some. <laughs> in what world would I ever choose a generally? <laughs> what in which you're a racist <laughs> red skull? Space. Because you <laughs> a flag <laughs> on the side. Wasn't <laughs> uh, that great show that didn't have any black people in it? I love that show because I'm the red skull. You know what? Why not be a total fucking nerd? I'll say, the, I'll say the Enterprise. Enterprise mm-hmm. is a good choice. You're going to get your ass kicked by some alien race because you're never willing to fire your phasers <laughs> anywhere. See, but that's but... the thing. No, I'm not, I'm not following some goddamn <laughs> rule system. I'm riding in the, the Enterprise. hell with the Prime Directive. You fuck with We're me. We're going to blow file you File every torpedo we've got. Fire it all. But you've only got like four. The specs <laughs> for that thing suck. So send no, 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 all no. four of them. No, no. In TNG, dude, they're like... Full spread, full spread. Full, there's like five or six Which energy did you watch? Jordy, make me a new weapon. <laughs> yeah, no shit. We need one that can go through subspace. Okay, I redid it. It can go through any time. Yeah. Ethan, what vehicle? Batmobile. 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 This is a Batmobile. Okay, if you could have one superpower, only one, what would it be? Flight. flight. It's always been flight for me. It's always flight, or, been flight or teleportation, one or the other. Just so I can not. I mean, if I want to be, be I, if I want to be a terrible person or a great person, uh, mentalist. Yeah. Well, yeah. Mental control. If, if you're powers. in high school, yeah, it's mental control or invisibility, so you can hang out in the girls' locker room. It's one or the other. <laughs> Once you get but older, that that just flight, disappears from flight, flight, flight. It's yeah, always flight. been flight. flight since flight. I was a little kid, and the first time I saw Superman fly, it's always been flight. Yeah, that's that's say flight or telepath. Let's say the freeze time. You're, so like your hero himself. from Heroes, <laughs> <laughs> he freezes himself too. So, but see, with my with my Tardis, I don't need to freeze time. Well, he's in the middle of uh, Times Square. <laughs> so you're gonna have a Batmobile and freeze time. Yes. So you can freeze time and drive the Batmobile where there's no traffic. In, so yeah. Whatever. Yeah. Good luck with that in L.A. Of course, What's the, the next one? The other great superpower. Now we're cooking. Money. What's Chris's superpower? Money. No, it's <laughs> <Boy. laughs> My superpower is money. money. What's your superpower? All the money. Well, okay. that's Batman's superpower, isn't it? <laughs> if you could have one universe actually exist, what would it be? Out of all, you know, like, what would be, like, you know, Marvel or DC or Star Trek? Star Trek, it's the only one where everybody kind of gets along. All the other ones are fairly dystopian. <laughs> well, Star Trek's pretty fucking dystopian. Well, once you get farther, when you're in the TOS, you're sort of like, eh, everyone still likes each other. Nah, dude. I mean, the There's fucking Klingons no. are trying to the kill Klingons everybody. The Klingons in the original series are pussies. They are. They're bitches. They're total pussies. Uh, 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 oh, God. Uh, 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 so you don't uh, want to be uh, in any uh, of the either superhero universes because your cities get destroyed every single day. Oh, seriously. Why anybody in Marvel still it's lives so in New York? It's so dystopian. You're like, why do we live in New York City? Why get the we fuck out of here. Go to Smallville. At least. It only happened yeah. 20 years ago. Uh, Gotham sucks. Gotham is terrible. Is always Bloodhaven? By, Holy yeah. shit. Bloodhaven, dude? Yeah. You want to live in Central City. Central City's awesome. Star City, Central one. City. Uh, Star City gets pretty bad, too, because it's very corrupt in a lot of the Yeah, stories. that's true. Um, you know, I mean, I, I, like, the one that I would really want to exist would be Star Wars. Um, but... Uh, 
Yeah, living under the oppression of a of an empire. But at least there was at least there's an intergalactic and lightsabers and the force and all that shit. There, I, I'm just saying, there's a chance. There's a chance. Um, but the the one that would You'd be, be a homeless beggar in the Star Wars universe. Fine, well, you, I'll yeah. take it. Because I don't think I think the closest person at this table, if the Star Wars universe exists, that would be a Jedi. Would be Ethan. There's no way. The, there's yeah, no the way Travis. Prob- Chris- the only problem is he use all of his powers just to play Last of Us and watch Walking Dead. <laughs> no, no. But if you think about, I would the, change the channel replay. to Walking Dead. Replay. You, you will make more Walking Dead seasons. The reason I say Ethan is because the way the Jedi code is, you know, the strict as the Jedi code, Ethan's the only one that would be able to do any of that because you know he doesn't have a girlfriend, so he wouldn't have to worry about that. Okay, well, hold on. Well, thanks for now, now, that we're, now we're okay. We're, we're getting into a whole other discussion about Star Wars because if you look at the the Jedi, we put up on pedestals the most. They're the ones that stray the furthest from right the like true Jedi order right law. That's so, pretty much the message of almost everything. After Episode One was released, <laughs> they're like, "Oh, why does Luke have a girlfriend?" And, because they were wrong. Exactly. We don't like have Obi-Wan. girlfriends, and we, yeah, we don't have girlfriends or emotions or Dude, anything like that. Obi Wan, it's in the new, yeah. pushes it the whole yeah, time, well, even in the new and the original. If you read, like, if he you read it. John Jackson Miller's Kenobi book that just came out, he has that internal conversation of disconnecting yourself, Fuck bitches, or well, be no, good. but disconnecting <laughs> yourself from emotions may have what may have been what led us to where we're at because we we weren't able to recognize what Anakin was going through and what how it was affecting him. Because we just kept telling him, put that away. Robot, put robot, that away, robot, put that robot. away. Yeah. And he says, but look at the way Yoda teaches Luke. Does he yeah, not dude. tell you where it comes from? It comes from your emotions. Emotion, right. emotion, emotion, it's sort emotion, of like emotion, he gets emotion. the dig up and goes, wrong I was. Mm. Did not see the Sith Lord in front of my face, I did. Mm. Mm, don't go in that part of the bog. That's where your dad have, is. Have, have any of you guys finished the uh, Clone Wars Lost Missions? I have not. Well, uh, the Netflix one. The I Netflix have never ones. started. Why Supposedly they're better. They're, oh yeah, they're they're a lot better. No, they're a lot better. But the the last arc, and I, I don't want to say that last time on Clone Wars. No, but now watch Ahsoka call somebody something stupid. Somebody is really jealous he didn't get that voiceover job. R two E, R two E, R two E, R two E. You checked out at the movie though. Once you saw the movie, you were done. You hated 20 that seconds. movie. He, 20 he seconds. walked out of the movie. I walked out of the movie. I never saw the movie. 20 seconds and walked out. There's always that old uh, the, the uh, uh, Big Bang Theory, you know, when the guys sit down to watch the Clone Wars cartoon. And Sheldon won't watch it because he says, I want to. I'm, he hasn't watched the movie yet, so he wants to be disappointed in the order that George Lucas wanted to be in. <laughs> Which, that's Travis. Yeah, that's Travis. <laughs> but, the last arc, but the last arc, it kind of sets up where Yoda is... It gives you an idea of what Yoda's feeling during Episode Three, and it's always what I suspected with Episode Three is that he know he knew what was going to happen, but he can't. He knows that he can't do anything to stop it. So Yoda is Jesus. So Yoda is a piece of shit. No, Yoda is Jesus. He knows. He knows. What's he knows happen. what's coming. He just can't, he just, do, he anything can't do anything about it. I know I'm going to get tacked to wood, but fuck <laughs> it, I'm dead. <laughs> going to happen. Uh, so everybody agree the Star Wars universe would be the best one to be in? I, I'd, I'd want to be in the Star Wars universe, but I agree. Like I love the idea. I love how many times over and over again in Star Trek it's reinforced. They're like, no, no, no. We realized how fucked up we were. Everybody yeah. came together as a world organization, and there's no monetization of anything anymore. Yeah. It's we work for the 
future good of, of, of everything. Species kind. I'm like, fuck yeah. Of life Why couldn't let's let's yeah, yeah. It would be nice. You just wouldn't have as many cool can... toys in the in the Star Trek universe. What are you fucking talking about, dude? You have a tricorders, transporters. We have tricorders now. If I'm sitting there on a ship and I have like, hey, get in the shuttle and fly down and go through the heat signature, do all that, or Scotty can just go, oh, I beam you up, <laughs> and you no just shit. disappear and appear again. Phasers. Okay. Are Whoa. you fucking but kidding you have me? Stun. Warp. Warp's pretty amazing. I mean, you have all this. Stuff Other worlds, too. alien. Ra- fuck you. Orion slave girls. I mean, come on, come on, <laughs> fucking green ladies. Rachel Nichols is a is a green slave girl. Wait, what? No, <laughs> you didn't see the cut part of the first JJ Abrams. Movie? I know what you're talking about. Well, no, she, I mean, she makes it into the first one, but oh, barely. Yeah, she does. It was, they cut somebody though, didn't they? I thought there was someone else. Anyway, uh, it doesn't matter. Uh, if you could pick one weapon from any of the lightsaber, lightsaber, lightsaber. I got it in first. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh. Ethan. A zombie Rick, shotgun. Rick, Rick Grimes. Rick, Rick, Rick Grimes <laughs> shot <laughs> shooter. His revolver. No. His, uh, yeah, his Python revolver. I'd have to say... Uh... <laughs> wow, that really? was great. Yeah, just, just go lightsaber. Wolverine's claws. I don't want to be the same. Well, well if you're saying Wolverine's claws, claws, you just say Iron Man too. I'd have to say one of uh, Iron Man's armor. <coughs> that's not a bad choice, actually. That's considered a weapon, I'm right? Not, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. yeah. There you go. I'm not against that. Okay. Iron Man's armor with a lightsaber. <laughs> <laughs> with a uh, lightsaber attachment? <laughs> Fucking A. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you Anyways, had to take it there. I did have to take it there. We're, we're not going to discuss that. No, anymore. we aren't. Okay, so if you could pitch one comic book, movie, TV show, or video game, what would it be? What do you, wait, what do you mean? Like something that hasn't been made yet and I'm trying to no, pitch it I to think get it's, made? If, if, you could, if you could be a creator in... A comic book, TV series, whatever. What would you do? What would you pitch? What What would you want? Holy shit! Like, what would be your fantasy creative job? Okay, uh, I would never ever want to work on any of my greatest loves because I'd probably fuck them up, and I don't want to fuck them up. But without fear of fucking anything up, I would take Star Wars and redo one, two, and three. And I'd do them fucking right. And I sure as fuck could do seven, eight, nine. Wow, you were angry. I would have thought you would have done Firefly season two. No, that's you. I, you know what? No. Before the before I finished the question, I knew what it because was. Because I can't, I can't, I did can't see, do uh, what Joss did. Did you see the article on the, that was attached to Quantum Mechanics? The guy talking about Firefly being overrated. Oh wow! And part of, well, part of it he talks about is that because it didn't have a second season or longer, it never got a chance to disappoint its fans. It's as all like long running TV series at some point disappoint they, the hard. That, that is true. Yeah, and you never get that. Yeah, because you get if you love it, you love what little you got because your your thought of the potential of what a second season and beyond would have been, you never got to the point where you started watching it going, wait, what? You know, let, our letdown is not having that, yeah. whereas opposed to everybody else has. To the point where they're like, eh, you know what? Yeah, I mean, crazy. yeah, I could but anyway. I could easily redo one, two, and three and do them really well. And guess who's going to be there through the whole fucking thing? The one guy who's going to be there the whole fucking time. Jar Jar Binks. <laughs> Fuck you, he doesn't exist. <laughs> Fuck you, he doesn't you would, exist. You would make a Jar Jar Binks movie. <laughs> the, the Gungans don't exist. They don't fucking exist. He we wants. don't even touch on them. So you're Boba Fett would be there the whole time. Nope. There's one dude. It would be Darth Maul. There you go. Darth Maul should have been 
pinpointed at the beginning of the first episode and taken through all the way through like fucking Darth Vader was. He's the one. He's well, whenever, the biggest when, mistake. When you realize that in interviews a number of years ago, George Lucas said he didn't understand how people loved Boba Fett so much. That's why you kind of knew he wasn't going to be able mm-hmm. to figure out the touchstone that Darth Maul would yeah. be. And like, oh, I made a badass character, but I have to show how badass. Oh, there was so is much more you could have done with him. It's, because where he set up was, the story, though, the way that that is set up, there's no other ending. Well, see, here's the thing. That's true. Episode one, because two, if and Darth three, Maul runs away. Then he loses all of his cred. If Obi Wan runs away, he loses all of his. No, no, cred. no! You let them fight it out, and Obi Wan can chop him in half. That motherfucker co- comes back as a half robot. Yep, he does that, and it's it's in the Clone Wars. Yeah, yeah, it was dumb. Yeah, thank you. Anyway. No, you do it fucking right because guess what? Darth Vader is oh, it's Anakin, and he's a fucking half robot. Well, that's Christ the thing, sake. though. If you make Darth Maul into Darth Vader, then you remove all the, uh-huh. the specialness of Darth Vader. Part of the problem with, with Grievous. Part of the problem with all of the villains Grievous in Star Wars... Grievous is a piece Wars, of shit, too. Because they did deep Grievous wrong. Because they made Grievous into Vader, but then pulled back on how badass Grievous was supposed to be because they didn't want him to be Vader. They continue to make villains to try to make them worse than Vader instead of looking at it and going, look, we had our pinnacle villain from the start. It has to be someone different. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, and that was a cool thing with, with Darth Maul. He had a seething anger... That was shown outwardly. It was extroverted. And now anger. we know why Travis really likes Darth Maul. <laughs> no, no, no. It's but it's a different. It's a different kind of villain. Darth Vader was all internal. It was very internal, very like contemplative. Darth Maul, when you watch him, it's all extroverted. It's all put out there for everybody. It's a completely different kind of villain. See, to me, Darth, Darth Maul should have always been the and reckless. The episode one, two, and three should have been. There, there should not have even. Anakin shouldn't be even on the map for the even the first two movies. He should be popping in second, third, maybe. Those well, see, three and the movies, way Lucas originally had it set up was that Anakin wasn't supposed to show up until two or three. Yeah, no, those. So what those about the first pod three races? movies? Should be fuck the pod races. No, you, you, they were supposed to be. There was actually it would have been Anakin would have shown up in four because there were supposed to be before a New Hope. There were supposed to be four movies originally. Right, right. But it should have been those. Those first three movies should have been Obi Wan's story. And not the way they told it. It should have been about Obi Wan Kenobi. Speaking about real quick, so do you guys want to see Obi Wan Kenobi show up in Episode Seven? No. Uh, the we've only kind of way, had this conversation. The only way he shows up in Episode Seven is as a ghost, and mm. it's some footage they have of Alec Guinness, and that's the only way. Yeah, because we. I mean, we kind of had. Think they'd have, so I don't. We so, kind of no, had this. Then, no, he does no. not exist. Would it, you accept young Obi Wan no. if it's done through a no, holocron? No, 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 no. Alec Guinness only as a ghost coming back through the force. That's it. If you don't have that, if that's not possible, there is no Obi Wan. I've said it. At the I've, end. I've already said it on record that I think it should have as little connection to four, five, and six in terms mm-hmm. of character as possible, and it should just be the universe in it in itself. I mean, the connection in terms of generations, yes. But to have those, I think it's a mistake to have those characters come back because you're never going to recapture it. The thing with 1, 2, and 3, the reason that I give a bit of a pass is no matter what he did, he was either going to make the same three films and everyone would would crucify him for making the same three films or he'd do what he did, which was try to make something completely different Mm. and then get crucified for making something completely different. Do you think if if he would have taken the campiness of, like, you know, uh, wizard, you know the wizard comments. The you know Jar Jar out if, of it. If and I, just were, left if I that... were to redo it, I would have started with Anakin as a teenager because kids are very very tough. 
And it's hard to go back and see that movie and see him as a kid and realize nine hours from now, he's going to murder a whole bunch of children. Right. Yeah, Four yeah. hours from now, he's going to murder a whole bunch of sand people in cold blood. If I were to redo it, I think it does need to be the story of Anakin because I don't think he can come in in the second or third film. This is the problem I have with the rumors of what 7, 8, and 9 are, which is that 7 is very Luke, Han, and Leia-centric, and then you get to their kids or whatever other mm-hmm. characters you have in 8 or 9. Oh, it shouldn't be that. I, that's what they're talking about. They're, they're talking oh. that they've so gone back to that. That's the rumor that that's what it's going oh, to be. Oh, God. That's no, no, no. It joke. should be... Oh, if you're going to focus on anybody, I think it should have been... it Because th- the best parts of 2 and 3 are Kenobi and Anakin together. And that that brotherhood. His speech at the end, you're my brother, yeah. and I loved you. And and I mean You that's, were the chosen one. But it's there's something there though. It's and again, it, some of this may be based on the fact that reading the, the Kenobi book and it's very much of him saying See, okay, I need did. to read this book because it's actually really good. It's done as a Western of Kenobi when he first gets to Tatooine. That's fucking dope. It's really good, and I think John Jackson Miller really has that. The, he, I think he captures the type of character that Ewan McGregor played in episode three. Like, one of the things I love, that the spring in the After track he part, you know this is a trap. he given up on the movies. Yeah, well, he looks at it and says, you know, <laughs> he had a bit of fun with it, but also understanding there was something very serious going on. Their dichotomy, I thought, was very well done. And their, their friendship, their brotherhood, or what have you, I thought it should have focused even more on the two of them, of just the two of them, and the fact that, the background stuff would have so been you more start in the one kind of with Qui Gon leaving. I would have started one with Anakin and Obi Wan, and Obi Wan already and so Qui Gon's already gone. Yeah, never bring Qui-Gon's in Qui Gon in there because Qui Gon's in there because they wanted to start with Anakin so young. They didn't want to make Obi Wan the master. They wanted to make a Padawan. I would have made him a brand new master. This is his first Padawan. It's exactly what he says in Empire. I thought I could have taught him as well as Yoda taught me, and he and he can't. Right. And so his failure is even greater. Because right. you see him through three films trying to teach Anakin how to be a good Jedi, and Anakin pushing at every turn. Would you have made Anakin more reckless? No, I think it's it's. I think you make Anakin almost what Qui Gon, in terms of what Qui Gon was, uh, pronounce uh, espousing of that the Force was different than we understood it, and that Qui Gon's philosophy is different than. The Jedi Master's philosophy. Right. The the undertone in it when you start to really <clears throat> dig into it, whether it's there or not, whether you're inferring it from your own basis, from your own biases, from your own sensibilities, is that Qui-Gon was looking at the force as what it was classically. That as a Jedi, you were someone that was there to protect people. You weren't to make a council, you weren't to be a part of a republic, mm-hmm. you weren't to be uh, you weren't supposed to be the strong arm of the Republic. Not even the strong arm, but the fact that you bring yourself into concert with these governments, with these huge figures of politics or whatever, that none of that. Qui-Gon would have been the frontiersman. Qui-Gon would have been the one that said, I'm listening to the Force. The Force tells me to go to this planet and help these people. The Force tells me to go here. The Force tells me to go here. Right. His thing of mindful of the living force and all that type of stuff, that Qui-Gon was different. The reason he wasn't on the council was because he disagreed with the way the Jedi at the time were Started interpreting politicizing. the force. Well, also the way they were interpreting the force, force and right. using the force. Um, that they well, were using it for the wrong means. That, to me, would have been Anakin's character of starting to understand that there's something different than what than what Kenobi is teaching me. And Kenobi might be wrong. And well, that's the other reason Pushing why. against it. Because it, Anakin's thing is a push against... It's, it's, he's a rebel against the status quo, mm-hmm. but in the wrong direction. He's a rebel against the Senate as it exists, as the government as it exists, and he starts to think, 
I can do this better than everybody else. This is Legacy of the Force book series. This is Darth Cadis. Right. Jason Solo is, I can use the Force I'm wearing, I'm going to use it, and I'm not the bad guy because I know what I'm doing. I'm going to kill a whole bunch of people. I'm going to torture a whole bunch of people. I'm going to alienate every, all of my friends, but I have to take all of that on me because, I, damn it, I know I can make this better and everything goes worse. To me, that's Anakin's story. When Anakin gets to the point and says, as long as one person is in power, as long as he's not a bad person, everything's okay. If every, At the end, Anakin is basically saying, if everyone would just listen to me, everything would be okay. Well, yeah, but yeah, you're well, not listening to me, so and, I have to kill you. Yeah, and that's that's a beauty of a villain is that they yeah. devoutly believe in the one thing they're doing. It's not that they're the bad guy; they're straight. They're the and one good yeah, guy, and, and nobody understands. It doesn't change until he sees his son in a different way. Right when he sees his son acting in a different way, when he sees his master trying to kill his blood, and realizes, you know what, this isn't the greatest thing in the world, and then kills him. That if I were to redo episode one, no. three, that's what I would make it. Sorry, never again. I swear <laughs> to God, I hate you guys. Sorry, I couldn't resist. So, yeah, we all agree that we would <laughs> pitch doing episode one, two, and three over. I wouldn't do one, two, and three over. If I were if I were to do a movie, I would do the Boba Fett movie because I had a very singular well. They're doing idea. it, so congratulations. I, know, that's the thing. I I would do the Boba Fett movie because I don't think. That's How would you right. do the Boba Fett? The movie? Boba Fett movie would simply be a chase movie. It would be an adventure movie, and Boba Fett would have less than ten lines in the entire film. So you'd rely on his his, his bounties and, and all the people that are around him. Whether he's working with a partner, one of the reasons that they had Dengar with him for so long in the comics and books was that Dengar was actually speaking for Boba Fett, so he wouldn't have so many lines. That's if I would do that. If I were to do a comic, I'd love to redo GI Joe, but I think if I were to do one comic, it would be Green Arrow, and it would be Connor. Interesting. I yeah. would love to do Connor. That character is awesome. I would love to do that character. That would be that would be the one. If I were to do a comic that I really think that I could do well and that I think people would respond to, I'd pick Green Arrow. Ethan, you'd pick uh, Walking Dead. Frank Grimes. Walking Dead. You'd pick doing a Walking Dead movie. You do the spinoff called Curl. Where's Curl? Why'd we leave this eight-year-old boy alone in a zombie apocalypse? I don't know where he is. Let's, let's just argue about whether we should leave the farm or not. <laughs> and for two speaking hours. of not, you I mean you're talking about Game of Thrones not being caught up. What's what's your deal with uh, Walking Dead? You're two seasons behind, aren't oh, at you? Least, yeah, yeah. But is it even something you want to watch? Yes, I'm, uh, <laughs> that honestly? was strong. <laughs> yes. yes. Well, I. I'm extremely interested in it. I've been caught up in so many other shows that that's the one that fell out. That's the one that I couldn't keep a hold on. That was the thing in Entertainment Weekly like three three weeks ago, where the guy finally admitted there's too much good TV. I mm-hmm. just can't follow it. Like with me with Breaking Bad. I was like, how have you not seen Breaking Bad? I got a lot of other shit to watch. Yeah, yeah. And I was watching Breaking Bad. You have to, you have to, yeah, you're going to have to choose. Like somebody fell, fell through the cracks, and Walking Dead was the one that fell through the cracks for me. I just couldn't juggle that many shows. That's amazing you did it after the first season, though, and not in the middle of the second, when you're like, oh, my God, this is the same show for the last six weeks. Yeah. No, no, no. I got to the second season. Oh, did you get to the yeah, second yeah. season? Did yeah, you a lot finish of the second season? season? And I, I'm done with second season, and that, I was like. Yeah, a lot of people were done with the second season. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. No, Shane. And everybody gotta, tells me gotta I got to come here. back. No, Rick, we got to go. We got to go. No, no Shane, Shane, we got to stay. stay here. No, go. No, Rick, we got to go. Stay. There you go. There's no, 45 minutes later. Where's no, Sophia? Rick, we got to go. find Sophia. Fuck Sophia. We got to find Sophia. Damn. That was, that was harsh. That was harsh, yeah. That was harsh. She's just a little kid. Daryl tried so hard. <laughs> I tried so hard. So, anyways, I guess um, 
Like, oh, I guess we should, since we do have some wrestling fans, we should acknowledge that uh, the Ultimate Warrior passed away this past week. How eerie was that, though? Mm-hmm. Yeah. He gets inducted to the Hall of Fame. Signs a new contract. Mon- Monday Raw and does that speech mm-hmm. that was very, like... You could tell something was wrong. Well, I don't know, but that, that predisposed, like, life and death and yep. the le- yeah. legacy a man leaves, and then literally two days later, I was like... Whoa! Like yeah. the last song on on Freddie Mercury's last Queen album is "The Show Must Go On." Yeah, yeah. very much like it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was it was very much one of those like I see something coming and well, I went back. Does. I went he, back he and I went with the law or something. Was he gonna get? Was he? Gonna, was he wiped out? Or like uh, Bruce Lee? Was he? Was he rubbed that out? That kind of eerie stuff. Well, the, the WWE went back and they just they said no more. We got to get rid of you. So they hit. They set yeah. their henchmen in. And you just ruined this. Now I went back and watched the. Uh, the Hall of Fame footage and everything, and he did. You know, he comes out with his two daughters who are barely in their teens, and it's like, oh, this is so sad. Now watching this, knowing that you know, these poor little girls are left without a dad, and you know, and I remember watching him from back in the day, and you know, he was one of the reasons I watched wrestling. My brother, who was a major fan of him, this devastated him. Um, but Ethan, I know you're a big fan of wrestling. What did you think? <laughs> The same as what everybody else would think, I would think. Yeah. Shocking. Yeah, when, uh, when you texted me that night, I read the story right before I got your text. And I was like, really? You know, it's just kind of weird. You know, it's, I don't know what to say, you know. Cause well, did you have that same connection, like, like Rich said, that Ultimate Warrior was like what helped get him into wrestling? Like, No, I mean, I never, I never watched uh, Ultimate Warrior when, uh, when he was like actively wrestling. I got into wrestling way later, but I, you know, with a lot of the older wrestlers, that I've gone back and watched matches and things like that. And he didn't, you know, I could see what people enjoyed about the Ultimate Warrior. Back he wasn't then. really a wrestler. I mean, he didn't do like you know wrestling moves and uh, you know. Have what are you ability. talking about, dude? He no, it's just more more. That dude, on body slammed the <laughs> fuck out of uh, Hulk Hogan. <laughs> I watched that WrestleMania. No, it was just more about his energy and like the persona he had. And I think that's what connected people more to him as a character, as a wrestling character. Mm. And so, you know, I understand the grief that his fans are going through. I don't have it as much just because I'd never had that connection to him as, you know, as a fan. But, you know, it is just sad to see, you know, especially, you know, I I watched that uh, promo he had on Monday Night Raw. And now seeing like the next day him just dying, it was just very eerie. Kind of had a feeling like he knew something was wrong. With yeah, him. I mean, when they showed him, like they barely showed him going into the ring or getting out of the ring. You know, mm-hmm. it was like it was trouble getting it through the ropes, and even just climbing up, you could see he was sweating and just kind of pale. And well, the just... guy was wearing a suit and a vest and yeah. a jacket, and a long coat, <laughs> and yeah. High, yeah, under hot lights. So, like, I would assume the sweat was. But even that. they were saying, did that... they ever release what he what he passed away from? There, no. no well, it's I mean, still... obviously, the medical examiner has to go through the thing. They said, as of right now, there's no. Release documentation mm-hmm. as to what it was, but he was outside a hotel. Appears uh, to be a and just collapsed. Yeah, mm-hmm. and then rushed to the hospital, announced dead. So, so we do wish our condolences to his family, and you know, hope that they 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 seek mm-hmm. enlightenment during this troubled time. Yep, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. That was bizarre. <laughs> seek enlightenment. I know. Seek enlightenment. Your father just passed away. Seek enlightenment. I think, <laughs> I think it's it's thoughts and prayers for strength and peace. There you go. Is the way to 
I did know that the WWE sent um, some of their officials to help out with the family, you know, like doing chores around the house. And well, just... WWE is very insular with that sort of thing. You hear those type of stories. Yeah. Like crazy. And that's nice because there was a huge di- – uh, that's nice to hear because there was a huge divide between the WWE and him. Oh, yeah. yeah. For a long time. And that, that was the funny thing is they just rectified all that yeah. with, with the – That Monday night was the first time in 18 years that Ultimate Warrior has been any part of WWE yeah. minus, like, merchandising. I wonder if so. that's part of it, too. You want to get back in before mm-hmm. – Because I know, like, you see it in other sports and stuff where, um, you know, the, the I can't remember the player, but the Yankees were like that. where There was a player who had played for the Yankees, one of their greats, mm-hmm. who was not connected with it at all because he hated Steinberg. Oh. And it was later in both of their lives where one of them, I, I can't remember the story exactly, where one of them reached out to the other and said, we have, Make we're not long for this world. Yeah. I want you back in Yankee Stadium before one of us passes away. And he was yeah. able to make it back there. And so you see mm. that, that kind of thing. I mean, you see, to, to much smaller degrees, you see stuff, you know, being a big hockey fan, Montreal with Patrick Waugh, you mm-hmm. know, getting put out. And it wasn't until the 100th anniversary, and they reached out to him and said, you're one of the greatest players that's ever played for us. We're going to have a night where we have every single great on the ice that's still alive. If you're not there, it's not it doesn't work. Do you think baseball and Pete Rose will ever get back together? No. No. And they should. He's given the finger to them way too many times. Nah. Um no, the one thing that the the big shining grace out of all this thing with the Ultimate Warrior is that he did sign a twenty year contract, you know, legends contract with them, which means that any merchandising and any likeness that they use he would get money from and everything. Which will go to his family. So, you mm-hmm. know, basically they were living off of his, you know, yeah. conventions and things like that, whatever, you know. So this will actually give them some extra money coming in. And WWE always does take good care of their their families. Mm-hmm. So that's good to know. I mean, it, it is very sad, you know. I hate ending a show on a sad note, but I did want to address that since we do have some <laughs> wrestling fans. So, as always, remember Nerdables is on Stitcher Radio, which is a great way to listen to us on your mobile device. Yes, Ethan, we are still on there, still trucking away. I'm trying not to say it anymore because apparently it upsets you a lot. So, I mean, it's not the only thing. There's a lot of stuff that upsets Ray. <laughs> We're also on SoundCloud, Blip.tv, iTunes, and. Here's the big thing, though if you listen to our podcast and you enjoy it, write a review because that's how it helps people search. The number of yes. reviews is what bumps you up. That's going to help other people find it. If you listen to us and you don't like us, then I don't understand why you're listening to us, but please don't <laughs> write the negative review. That if you listen to us and don't like us and you keep listening, I have that for a couple of comic podcasts where I'd listen and I'm like, I hate you people. Why am I still listening to you? Congratulations for your fortitude and sticking with us. What are you talking about? Comic book, people read comic books and do the same thing. People watch TV shows and do the same thing. Oh, yeah. Hate watching is huge now. <laughs> I mean, hate, hate watching for TV is the biggest thing. You've been watching Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Is, for the longest time hating it. Uh, hate's a strong word. Disappointed. Yeah. Disappointing. Disappointment hate, is a, a, great. I a strong word. But, yeah, I think there's a few... Like myself, that when you truly hate something, you stop watching it. <laughs> like, yeah, when Agents you're just like, Shield. oh my goodness, yeah, I just stopped watching just it. Well, uh, speaking of Agents of Shield, I'm not going to reveal anything, even though that the internet is doing it. Um, I think Travis is already there through the internet. Their their ending of their season ending is looking shaping up to be pretty good. They're going to have some major stars end up on the show. Um, from within the Marvel universe, so it should be. I thought they were reaching out to DC. Yeah. <laughs> Batman shows up to take over Shield. No, I'm talking about they're they're going to have some of the actors that's, and characters. That's, that's, that's Avengers Two. Avengers Two. Batman. Although I, I have me. to admit, Come I have on. to admit, your I, your thought of Secret Warriors for Agents of Shield is seeming to be coming more to light. 
It's it's seeming to be mm-hmm. actually happening. Yeah. Makes I mean, a secret warrior next wave. That yeah. Was... I can I can see it happening. Yeah. If only they had started with that. But yeah. of course they would have given away a lot of other stuff. But so yeah, make sure you check us out. Leave us a review. Leave, you know, let us know what you think. Um, like my video. Please also. Uh, <laughs> what the hell was that? <laughs> what video do we have, Travis? I know he's he's. Uh, I'm referencing every single YouTube, person on YouTube. Yeah. Email us at podcast. I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. <laughs> I like turtles. That that should have been the, the pirate boy trailer for TMNT. <laughs> I like turtles. It should have just been that kid going. I like turtles, and then a hero shot of the four of them. Yeah. No, I'd love to see just like a turtle walking. It's kind of odd. The we haven't talked about that. We talked about it because it's not we? looking very. We oh, we wait, did talk about, about it. When we yeah. Yeah, yeah, no, no, we no, talked no, about no, Travis. No. Well, while we're here, real quick, what did you think about it? I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> Travis is dropping the mic on this one. <laughs> I think I think that was Travis's thing. He's like, I don't want to hear your opinion. I don't care. Just the hell with it. I no, more than anything, I was shocked by the size. The yeah. fact they're so much taller. And oh, they're gigantic. The the shell being higher than their head and too. They have noses. Is is bizarre. They it's, look like uh, Shrek without the little ear I'm things. Not, I'm not sure. <laughs> I didn't have high hopes for it in the first place. I know yeah. I, I I enjoy the comic. I enjoy IDW's comic, and I enjoy the animated series for what it is. So I'm going to take those. So make sure you leave us all your concerns, comments, or questions. Let us know what you think about Travis leaving. <laughs> at podcast. Bye. <laughs> at podcast at nerdables.com. And you can always follow us at facebook.com backslash nerdables. And we are on Twitter at nerdables show. And please visit our website. Apparently, Travis is masturbating with two hands. <laughs> With his dual penises. That's how excited he is about nerdables.com. That's yeah, that's, that's making me think that he should like the X-Men more because he's obviously a mutant because he has <laughs> two penises. So for Chris, wow. Travis, and Ethan, I'm already what saying... Would his, what would his, <laughs> his superhero name be? Two dongs. <laughs> no, it would be DD, double dong. <laughs> double dong. Quick double dong, stop Magneto. So, so you would always go around with your like uh, gasoline and you'd make your DDs like Daredevil? No, no, that's his thing. Oh. I use something else. You just do I a big penis. <laughs> Why does he always fight in the snow? I don't get it. <laughs> Why here this way? How does he ride it out twice as fast as this? Re- oh, 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 he does HD with. Okay, I get it now. It's all in parallel line. <laughs> all right, we need to go. Travis yeah. needs to go. All right, so listen yeah, to out. us, like us, send us shit. We'll talk to you later. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> See you at WonderCon.